Hey everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. I'm Zach, and this week they really only fight monsters. That's all they do. Usually they do other stuff, but not so much this time. More like Mighty Morphin Absentee Rangers, am I right? And joining me, we've got Emily. Yeah, um, Zach, I was thinking like, since, you know, like, we're kind of like, you know, it's hard for us to get episodes out. Maybe we should just take a bunch of, like, uh, old audio that we didn't use for other episodes and put them in the new episodes. You know, it's funny because I think we've had that idea as, like, a fun joke a couple times. And the thing about that is How that much, it's, like, extra it's so stuff much have we more not work. used, right? It's oh. so much work. <laughs> it's so much work. I mean, I do tend to record uh, like a backup track that that's before and after that's runs for a little bit before and after. Oh, I guess I, I could do that, but I also usually don't keep it that long. But yeah, editing clips, audio clips takes a lot more work <laughs> than just recording a new one. So yeah, it uh, was just a stupid intro joke. So on to Morgan. <laughs> no, I liked it though. Also, here's Morgan. I'm Morgan. I'm here too. And Zach, uh, congratulations. You got the intro right without any issues and we didn't stop you once. I'm so happy. And I I said my name first before my little bit because I thought that would help me remember <laughs> to to introduce you you guys because that's what I always screw up on. And then Emily we also- has to tell me. Like ten we minutes also in, just I haven't introduced us. Stop you partway through with some random other things. You know, so. that's okay. That's we're riffing. That's what we're doing yeah. here. It's okay. Gonna... I'm just saying you're not 100 percent at fault. We are probably also getting extremely distracted. Well, it's it's this week we're gonna have to do a lot of riffing because otherwise this episode is gonna be me saying and then they fight and then they fight and then they <laughs> fight. Uh, I, it, I was a little afraid that you invited me for the second clip show since I started showing up on these. Well, it's not a clip show technically. It's yeah, just... Yeah, like, what I was trying to allude to with my joke is that, like, what it feels like is this this whole arc, this whole Lost Galaxy arc, part of the Power Rangers season of Lost Galaxy, the Lost Galaxy arc and the Lost Galaxy season, uh-huh. um, it... Uh, it feels like they they needed like a few more episodes to fill out the season, and they were like, "Well, we got all this Sentai footage we happen to not use for like whatever reason. Like maybe there's too many Yartots in the shot, or or something like that. Let's just let's just put that all in this one little arc, and, yeah. and barely even try to write stories around it. Just fucking." Just throw shit at them. And, like, and what's what's kind of funny is I think I have previously voiced. Oh man, I know there's a bunch of good Sentai footage they don't use, and that's kind of a bummer. And I, I feel like that's a monkey's paw for this situation because <laughs> yeah. because what they do in this one is they're just like, well, what if we use it all in the same episode and there's no p- plot or anything? They just fight yeah. guys over and over again. I um, would say the decision of the last couple of seasons to make all of the mooks different from what they were in the original Japanese, I think has been a mistake because it means yeah. you have to cut a lot more footage than you That's otherwise would. That's a good would. point. I didn't really think about that because like almost always the monster has a couple goons around and if you change them, then you can't use them. And that that's no. – now, I like um, – you know, a lot of the original 
MOOCs they've come up with, but but it does mean that like, oh, you have to and now I think there's no real reason you couldn't use the swabbies. There was that one season, I can't remember which season it was, maybe it was in space, that had the those purple guys that were really lame looking. Um Oh yeah, remember. like the, you, didn't, you didn't like the MOOCs I think that the was in space. space. Yeah. yeah. Um, um but even still, I, I feel like you could like mix and match. You could have you could do the, both. There's no reason you, you could, could have like the, reason the they, cool they, American only ones, and they, also yeah, yeah, Yartods. I, mean, I think the reason they didn't do the Yartods or Swabbies, as they are known in the English version, <laughs> is because they made this like bug villain with like a spaceship, yes. and like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like if they yeah. If, yeah. if Captain Mutiny had just been the villain from day one, like that would have been great. Yeah. IMO, but like yeah. it's that's not how it is. And you can even Trakina just as like a like a like a, as a Shalinda substitute. Yeah, with like yeah, I don't know. The, man, as we're approaching the end of the season, the Trakina thing is such a bummer to me. I feel like she has some really good episodes, but it has to be like eight of forty something. Like she is yeah. not in this season that much, and she, it's she, a bummer. It's a- these are not episodes that I watched, but it sounded like she peaked right before they went to the Lost Galaxy. She did, yeah. That's basically correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, I have not seen this season. I don't know how this goes, but as far as I can tell, she's just gone. Well, she, she didn't she, she's follow in the finale. In, so like the fin- I assume, finale deals yeah. with her. But like yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean we have to get through this Lost Galaxy. Like I said, like it feels like they had the ending planned. And they were like, but we don't we don't have these we don't have these f- how many episodes of the Lost Galaxy arc? Like five. We don't have five episodes we need to fill in here. Yeah. Fuck. Let's it, let's yeah. have them go to a completely different area and use all the Sentai footage for that this one thing. Season <laughs> has maybe the most up and down arcs uh, yeah. that we've covered so far. Like yeah. in this season, it's like the first arc, the intro arc's pretty good. The the uh Lights of Orion arc is abysmal, it's horrible. <laughs> Okay. Then the the Mike uh, slash um, uh, Magna Defender stuff is good, and then I feel like there is one more in between, and then like the the Trakina and Psycho Ranger stuff is good too. So it's like it's really and then and then this, which is I I feel like had two really good episodes at the beginning, like with uh, well, with one good episode getting, at the beginning. One good yeah, and then, yeah, you're and then right. it was Sorry. just bad immediately after that. Yeah, like, this arc started off so strong. Like that first Lost Galaxy episode was so good, and then it's yeah. just been like nothing. Which is well, which sucks because I also do like Captain Mutiny. Yeah, I like just big awkward pirate guy is saying stupid pirate phrases twenty four seven. Yes, yeah. and he looks great, which is obviously a, f- a factor of the Sentai, but still great looking. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about it in in just a minute. Uh, but I did want to do. I have some news because oh, I haven't news. done that in a while. I guess I have a little bit of news too. But I'll let you do yours first. Okay, do you, you sure you don't want to go first? Okay, um, sure. Uh, so friend of the show, uh, Haley. Um, I'm trying to find the message. Sent me this like link to this new uh ta- tabletop game that's like being kickstarted. Called Sentai oh, it, and Sensibility. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, I did see this. Yes. Uh, so, like, it, it looks like it's like trying to co- like put Sentai in like the Victorian era, 
Yeah. And like, and like that isn't, it's not that it isn't cool. Like that's cool. But it seems like such a specific setting to put a system around. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could, you could, you could do like a Sentai RPG and then decide to put it in like a Victorian era. Easy, but no, they just just like 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 you, your game is in a Victorian area. Cool, but the fact that the whole game is like built around this one Sentai s- setting seems weird. I didn't really look into it that much, but I promised you know, Haley that I would like mention it on TWA. So there's she a lot kind of, of it. well, I do think that sounds like a fun um, uh, uh, match. I will also say there, I can't remember what it's called right now, and I'm so sorry. Uh, um, but there are a couple, uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. So, so there's a, a dimension 20 season called a court of Fay and flowers, which is, uh, a dimension or, or sorry, which is a D and D system game, but they also mix in stuff from a, uh, a TTRPG that is very specifically copying, um, like, uh, those types of like sense and sensibilities of that, that, uh, mm-hmm. era of like romance, Victorian romance stuff. Um, yeah. I, and I can't remember what it's called, but there, and I'm so sorry about that, but there are a couple RPGs that do that. And I think it's a neat idea because like the idea of, uh, good society is the name of the system. I'm sorry. I was trying to find that while we were talking. Um, yeah, a Jane Austen RPG, Good Society. So there you uh, go. Amazing. Um, but yeah, it makes sense. Be a Regency. That is the name of the genre. I also was struggling to pull that. So okay, but the one of the reasons to me that makes so much sense is because if you've ever watched any of that stuff, like it, the manners basically are rules, right? So you're yeah. playing in a RPG that is turning the rules into rules like it makes sense to do that i think um i do but i do agree with you emily that that's really specific now (laughs) there's a ton of indie rpgs that are like one sheet rpgs like literally one piece of paper is the rules and a lot of those are that specific but that makes sense right because you you make that you can design that pretty quick you probably will play it twice you know, you'll you'll pay somebody two dollars for a copy of it on on itch.io, and and that's awesome. I'm not uh, uh, like saying anything bad about those those things. I think that's great. That but but a more a more like a deeper system that's that specific does seem a little weird because it's like okay, so we're we're gonna learn this new game system, but you can kind of only play a game in this very specific system. It's it's. it's- it yeah. sounds like somebody came up with a joke, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. It's a good joke, and I bet it. it I bet it'll be I wonder fun. if it was like yeah. I haven't watched the newest Sentai season. That's like the the kings and stuff because like, like yeah. But that's that's kind of like a thing where like they're they're like all kings, and like the the byline for the Sense and Sensibility RPG Kickstarter is: as part of the Regency Elite, you have many obligations, but your top one is to save the world with your team of heroes. And I'm wondering if they were like inspired by that. Sentai. Yeah, could be. That's Maybe. that makes sense. Um, um, well, yeah, it's made I mean, it's made like thirty eight thousand uh, from well, their two thousand go. goal. So like no. they're. Yeah, they might, they're probably there you go. okay. I, I nice. have backed RPG Kickstarters that I have never expected to play. 
I have both volumes of uh, Thirsty Sword Lesbians on my nice. shelf. Yeah. yeah. And I have no, I doubt that I will ever have a group to play those with. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's just sometimes it's fun to back stuff because you're, you're so directly giving someone the money to have the time to make that thing. And even if yeah. you don't know if you'll get to, um, it's still cool. But yeah, so that's, that's, I mean, it sounds fun. I like the art that I saw for it. So. I posted um, some in the Discord, and yeah, I, I do Wunderbar like seeing is like kind of amazing. Uh, yeah, like seeing like these these Rangers, like the, the Black Ranger here that I posted, who's like wearing this like dress shirt and like riding pants over his like Ranger costume. Yeah, I love that. I, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's actually something I hadn't. I saw that picture, and it's something that I can't believe that they haven't really done, and I had never considered, which is just put on clothes over the suit that's so funny like i don't know why <laughs> that's not a thing that they do all the time it's really cracked me up uh but robots yeah. with cloaks robots yeah. with cloaks is the best thing that has ever happened please yeah. see that episode of ava where unit zero two has the big cloak on it looks yeah. really good when you put I mean, robots the, in cloaks when a, like magna defender has a cape it rules yeah. everybody should have capes uh but yeah, so that's cool. Uh, I'll definitely keep an eye out on it and see what people think. Um, so I do have a couple pieces of news here. Um, the first is, uh, I think we talked way back uh, a while ago about the fact that um, Amy Jo Johnson was writing a, um, uh, a, a miniseries for the Boom Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. And that is... Uh, is, is currently in pre-sales. Um, and it's already getting a second printing because, Amazing. uh, cause it's sold out, uh, the first copy or the first issue. Um, and it's called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers The Return. And it is basically, it was her pitch for a 30th year anniversary thing that, a, they couldn't do because both of budget and also like people passing away. Um, yeah. but that's the, it, that is basically her idea or, or it was, it was based on her idea. Um, I just posted the, uh, you could see you got, uh, your cool like wasteland Jason on the cover. That's there, pretty sick. Uh, which Cloaks. is pretty neat. Yeah. He's Cloaks got a cloak. He sure does. Yes. Um, and, uh, basically. Like the- the, the, the power sword strapped to his back is really cool too. I think yeah. so too. It reminds me of the Justice League uh, episode where um, uh, Superman gets sent to the like the way far future where Earth's sun has expanded into a red uh, giant, so he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just huge because he's still Superman, uh, and oh, he gets wow. he like makes a sword and straps it to his back and has the, basically that same beard. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, um, the idea that she has is essentially that, um, the, the Rangers beat Zed, uh, but, but something happens where they are, are kind of no longer friends afterwards, uh, and Jason goes missing after acting, uh, operating as a vigilante for a while, and they get back together to try and see if they can't find him. Um, the other piece of information about it is that uh, the Green Ranger in it is uh, uh, 
Kimberly and Tommy's daughter, um, and she's na- her name is Olivia Hart, which I think is very funny. You that's amazing. A f- that's a funny joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought that was cool. I, I want to check that out um, when it comes out. I've fallen off of the main comic, but not because it got bad. I just I don't read comics that often. I always forget um, to continue reading them. So, uh, But it does sound good. Um, and sure I want to check it out. Um, I was going to say, I'm sure the Kimberly Tommy ship shippers are happy that they had a daughter together. Yes. Yeah. And the other thing that's cool about this is it means it doesn't have to be, uh, constrained by, um, budget, right. Or, or yeah. the fact that people aren't around so you can just make kind of whatever she wants. So, um, yeah, it, it also sounds like, um, they might end up using that Olivia character in the main comic, Maybe oh, cool. through like time travel or something. So, uh, you know, a sneak. Like a trunks figure. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Girl trunks, <laughs> which sounds I, good to good to me. Look, um, I have seen enough girl trunks art. I support. If you that told bullet. me trunks was gender fluid, I'd be like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah, duh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there you go. Oh man, and, I need to post a picture. It, sorry, please go on. Please go on. Okay. Uh, and then the other one that I wanted to bring up, the, which is a rumor, but I have to bring it up because it just tickles me. Uh, if you don't know, um, the Ninja Turtles have recently been added to Fortnite, including Splinter and Shredder. Uh, well, the rumor is that the Power Rangers are the next weird crossover that they're going to be doing. Um, this is from a uh, YouTuber. Um Nick Baker, who has previously leaked stuff from from his good sources he has within Epic. Again, I don't normally like to do uh, rumors. I just think it's funny that they would back-to-back add the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers. That just cracks me up. Um, but also, I don't know... I. I don't know anything about Fortnite, really, other than what it is at the basic level and that it has a billion guest characters in it. And also that sometimes I just see a clip where, like, a real-life basketball player kills Vegeta. And I'm like, I don't know. That seems okay. It's not for me. But it's funny that it exists. (laughs) Yeah, that is – as somebody who plays – I play a decent amount of Apex Legends. I am very bad at it. And I'm like, I can see the draw of playing one of those games. But also just the idea that you can be any character that you want from any fandom – Sounds amazing. It's, it's like a terrible thing if you look at it from like a corporations or evil perspective, but it oh, but yeah. also I can't really be that mad about it because I it's mean, literally like what I used to do on the playground. So I, it's I, like I, I guess I'll, I'll be the naysayer because like can. I I fucking okay. hate it. I hate that they're like here's Ninja Turtles in Fortnite because I don't want to fucking run around as Leonardo with a machine gun. It just seems so stupid. Y- yeah, to me. I mean that's like, what's an the excellent point? point. Which is yeah. is that <laughs> if it was like Leo's in the game and he's got his katanas, he's got cool moves, like, and it wasn't like a shooter and it could do stuff like that, I'd be like, cool. But it's like not. It's like, why do I want to play Superman with a gun? Why do I want to play Spider Man with a gun? Like, I just well, <laughs> they, they always add stuff like for them in like like you could you can get the Kamehameha. Uh, I get, yeah, I know. But, but, still. but yes, I, I, I totally understand what you because you're still it's still um it's still a shooter, so like you're running around and picking up weapons. So yeah, yeah. necessarily you're gonna grab, you know, the machine gun. But how is that any point. different from me playing like 
a, a third person shooter game that lets you mod into anything you want without having to pay yeah. any fucking money, right? Like, I mean, that, I, it's a fair I point. I think it is the official nature of it makes yeah. it funny of just you can't have Optimus Prime like twerking over the body of Goku. Yeah, I mean, like, I can understand like the humor thing where it's like, oh, this is so funny because these characters like don't belong here and doing these things. But like, also, I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> No, I yeah. to- I totally get it. I just I th- that is basically the entirety of my interaction with Fortnite is I forget it exists for a very long time because I'm too old. I'm not a Gen Zer, sorry. And then uh and then I'll just see a clip where I'm like that's funny and then I continue to forget that it exists. So it, uh, it also prints money for the company that owns the po- the copyright. Yeah, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. As somebody who worked for a company that did do one of those crossovers at one point in my life, it looked real good for our licensing department, uh, and it go. paid pretty well. So it can be good for the 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 whatever you know property that maybe needs the money. So it could be yeah. good in that sense. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's it is a rumor. Don't know one hundred percent for sure, but. I wanted to bring it up because it tickled me and also because we're now going to talk about this episode and I bet it's going to go pretty fast. <laughs> um, I don't know. What would make you think that? This is episode 40 of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, Hexaba's Graveyard. I have to say something very quickly, which is that on um, both the, uh, the Wikipedia article and the with which lists the episodes and on Amazon Prime I haven't checked anywhere else but in those two places for some reason the possessive s is capitalized I can't it has to be a typo that doesn't make any sense but I just it's weird so especially yeah. cuz it's in multiple places um something that I want to point out before this starts also is something that I am curious to watch going forward how many more episodes do you think are going to start with Kendrick's explaining um, that she's Oh, dead? every single one. Because, like, the reason they're there is so that the actress can keep making money from the show while she's yeah. playing. And also... I will admit, though, it's really funny how every... Like, you could... Every single episode of Lost Galaxy for the last little thing, last little bit, has, has started with... Kendrick's! No! <laughs> like, yeah. every yeah. single and, one. And that's so... It's, it has, like... Usually on like the the previously on, they just show you stuff that directly relates to like what's happening this episode, and it just does. Yeah, like you said, that there's no real reason to do that other than than because they they kept the actress on the uh, credits. Yeah, um, which good on them for doing that. Yes, like, which which pay like for we people's said, medical is, care is good. Yeah, totally. Um, it just it just, it just comes has a funny effect. It is funny. It's also not like. Um, the, the, I did figure this out eventually, which is that the, the, the Amazon versions of the episodes are the ones from the DVD. So they don't have the previously on, but the YouTube ones do have it. So, um, so yeah, so I haven't seen her in a while, but I know, I know she's on there. (laughs) I I see her every week that I show up and I'm like, Kendrix, (laughs) thank you for giving up your sword. Kendrix, no. Yeah. Um, so we start with uh, uh, Captain Mutiny going to talk to Hexaba in her spooky, spooky graveyard. Uh, 
which I'm a little unclear about if this is in her mansion. No, it's like see. the outside of her mansion, I, I think. think it's I think like I thought it was inside because he uh mutiny flies his like boats over there. Yeah, but we see like he's he he's going through like a gate into a graveyard. Yeah, I think you're right. inside. I it looks like I, there's She seems this, like the kind of lady who would have an inside graveyard. She, but we've seen inside could. her mansion last episode. Yeah. It doesn't look like that. But I think you're I think you're <laughs> right because we see an establishing shot of her her spooky castle slash house, which is floating in space between two clouds that are constantly storming. Which is a cool look. It's a yeah. really cool idea that um be- both because it's standard definition and uh, the special effects aren't the best. It does. It looks like a PlayStation One. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like cutscene where <laughs> where they just really hadn't figured out the technology, but it's 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 a cool CG idea. CG is hard. CG is hard. It's hard. I'm not. Also, I'm, yeah. I do like that she is called a scurvy sorceress, which I just yeah, was I like that too. When when Muni called her that, I one of um. I have two settings that I love that have almost no representation. One is uh, like magical pirates, which basically the only version of is the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but where all that stuff is all those like sea goddesses and stuff are are real. Or like One Piece. (laughs) That's true, but I can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, you You want fantasy, but pirates. Yes. Which is, well, yeah. I would say One Piece is that, but yes, that, I understand. But that flavor <laughs> of, of like magic and stuff were, were, cause specifically the reason I like that stuff in, uh, and, and I even like the pirates movies more than I probably should is all that magic is bad. Like no, nobody ever like messes with that magic and, and it's like, Great. I'm glad I did this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's basically yeah. all curses, which is, is why it's one of the reasons it's fun for me. Uh, and the other one, which is, a uh, um, weird West, which is like wild, wild West stuff, but with, uh, uh basically again, like curses and, and, um, uh, folklore and stuff is, is real. That's not really germane to this, but I like both of them and they never show up. And so when he's, called her a scurvy sorceress i was like yay pirate sorceress technically she doesn't dress like a pirate at all but you know um she does talk like a cat though she does talk like a cat he's he's like all right please make me a spell to kill the rangers uh and she's like no problem uh here is my cool let me go grab this cool spell here it is oh wait nope this isn't a spell this is for my lunch ha 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 uh yeah so please she, make sure that you eat on the job do not let your employer take your breaks away that's true <laughs> she's got this huge cauldron and apparently that's her lunch uh and but she oh god has, that implies something later when the crystal ball gets thrown in there and it completely ruins her lunch <laughs> that's true well i think she also dies we don't really see that but apparently this is the last episode that she's in so i have comments about that but that happens later yeah um so she has uh this crystal ball and she uh does a spell um uh and resurrects a 
one of the old monsters that they've fought. One of the worst uh, ones to do because it's like yes. really racially insensitive. Yes, <laughs> yes. it's the it's the tiki based one. The that, freaky that I, tiki. Is yes, I do that, like that she says do it right this time, and she is being very judgmental of these poor monsters. Yes, I I actually do like that too. The the rhyme spell she does is ba- is pretty bad, but the last couplet is old monsters tries with reason and rhyme. Uh, destroy the rangers and get it right this time, which I do think is funny. Yeah. Um, I'm also like, I think it's funny that, that apparently they, all these monsters die. Like when monsters die in Power Rangers, they explode usually, right? Yeah. But, so were they going down and grabbing these bodies and no, like I, I putting think the, them in these? Because something comes out of the gravestone. Yeah, like, no, I think it's like it's like a it's like a I symbolic think she's thing. Harvested their souls. Yeah, I think it is symbolic. You're right, but it is funny because she has a gra- like she has a graveyard. Yeah, if she yeah. doesn't need the bodies, theoretically, she could just do it without needing any of this stuff. But My, you know. she, maybe she needs the tombstones as like this is like a like. Um, forget. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, Morgan, because you know probably know more than me. But I think like Japanese graveyards don't have like bodies in them. They're just like here's a monument representing your loved one. I'm not actually. I God, I should probably know this. <laughs> so there is usually a family monument representing the family. Yeah. Um, and I'm. It's typically cremation is what is done, but yeah. thinking about it, I'm like, I'm not actually sure what happens with the ashes. I'm not sure if the ashes are added to the monument or if they're put elsewhere because it's not like yeah. But my, I've my seen point people is that who they're keep like, an urn in their houses, yeah. and it's not that's not what they do. I'm not sure yeah. where the ashes go. I guess my point is that just uh, there's a bunch of gravestones, but not in the way that we think of gravestones, where like there's yeah. a body buried underneath that, like. It is a marker for the family. It is a marker for the line. Like, family lines are much more... Your family registry is much more of a thing. I read an entire article about how one anime could not be real because it violates the family registry. Uh, It is one about uh, a girl who takes a medicine and becomes a trans girl, um, which is... Which was cute in concept, and then is really horny about like junior high girls. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, yeah. So of you know, some goods and some ills. Well, yeah. <laughs> and like, speaking of trans manga, as I I read the there's a trans manga called like The Bride Was a Boy, which is a it's like it's like a autobiographical manga, but a trans woman in Japan, and it mentions family registry stuff in that, where like she had to get it changed because like in in her family registry she's listed as like the second son, but now she's yeah. like a daughter, so they have to like. There's stuff bureaucracy involving that, which is you, you gotta know. love traditions that that fuck up uh, everything for no reason. Um, <laughs> so speaking of fucking up everything for no reason, back to Power uh, Rangers. Here comes uh, the spirit of Freaky Tiki, who is like a little yellow ball. He comes out as a ghost first, and then he turns into like a little yellow ball, and he flies past Leo, who is running. Uh, Real sweaty. He's so yeah. sweaty again. Uh, Just going out, getting his getting his morning jog in, and he uh, starts attacking him. And Leo's like, "Did what cracks me up is Leo's like, haven't I seen you before? Now I know that the Power Rangers fight a monster every week, but 
I do. I feel like you would remember the monsters that you have fought as a superhero. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, <laughs> okay. By this point, let's say he's fought a monster every episode. So that's he's fought 39 monsters. Can you remember the last 39, like, random people you interacted with? Yeah, no, but people are not like, them, themed. Yeah. You know, like, people don't have, like, yeah. crazy, big, colorful costumes and themes. And, like, I remember Freaky Tiki, and I didn't fight him. I just watched him on a show. I do think okay. that's... I wish... I will say, I wish that that was the case. I wish it was like, oh, yeah, the, you mean the... the, the uh, like, everybody had a thing to the extent, like... Um, I don't know. In like eighties, uh, like comedies, like that's the 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 goth one person that I know, and that's the cheerleadery person I know. Oh, I see you're going that for a, for, a, for a magician theme today. Yes, <laughs> dressed yeah. like a magician. I <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I couldn't think of ju- ones that weren't weren't just like high school stuff. But yeah, that that's. Exactly. I'm a chessboard um, today. I'm going to the. I, <laughs> that's my I, friend. That's my friend yeah. who dresses like a chess piece. Oh, I don't know yeah, why he yeah, does that. Yeah. Because yeah, he really just likes the prisoner. <laughs> yeah, prisoner. Um. So uh, he blasts him, and then we cut to the theme. Uh, and when we go back, uh, uh like, I was cu- like, ah, oh, you beat me when you were five of you, but now you can't, which is one on one. And then immediately all the other Rangers show up and he's like, yeah, that's, so, that's- <laughs> two thoughts on that. One freaky Tiki could have just stabbed Leo in the back. Freaky yes. Tiki specifically nudged Leo, then shot ring laser things around him. Yes. He could have just stabbed him. He's- he could have just stabbed him. You could have fixed this problem. My, my, when this happened, so first they fight for just a second with Leo unmorphed. And I actually was like kind of excited because I was like, you know, we don't get a lot of like unmorphed monster fights. Like that almost never happens. And then it stops immediately. And, uh, and also one-on-one and, you know, which is also kind of unusual. You'd have like Tommy fighting Goldar yep. without his powers, or Jason, yep. or like, and uh, n- not as much anymore. But but immediately, like you said, the rest of the Rangers showed up. Show up. I do think it's funny that Leo that they're like, wait, haven't we fought him already? And Leo's like, yes, we destroyed him, but he's back for his last appearance. And yeah. I know that because I looked at all the scripts. I for looked the rest at the Ranger Wiki. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's what's also really good is he's like, you defeated me because there were five of you. Everyone shows up, Leo morphs, and then Leo just kills him. Yeah, yes. Leo didn't need the backup. Yeah, we don't just, know how they all showed up, but Leo did not need them. He just uses him uses his fire sword move that he does occasionally, um, and then he's he's dead, and they're like, "Whoa, that was weird." What do you think he wanted? I don't know. He just came out of nowhere. I saw uh, a colored streak fly by, and then uh, Crone's like, like that one, and there's another one. Yep, yep, yep. And basically, the setup for this episode is that this is a boss rush mode, which I will say is like, it makes sense as a plan, and it, but it's not that interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, they could have done some stuff where they like where they had like a plot going on that was 
like they kind of try to do it where it's like, oh, Kai is trying to figure out what's happening, but it's not it's not interesting either. It just ends up being a fight all its own, right? Like, right. It's it's not like I have to figure it out with science. Kai's just like, well, there's a clear trail of where they're coming from. I'm just yeah. gonna follow follow them as they're coming to us and deal with it. It there's yeah, it, no challenge. Yeah, it, it's like he he literally is just like their meth their specific method of teleportation leaves a big trail for some reason. So so I'll just follow that. Um, I do we, like. I, this might be skipping ahead slightly. I do like that it takes at least three of them before Mike is like, "Oh, something strange came towards the dome." And it's like, dude, this is the third one. Yeah, you should yeah. have seen this already. Well, we so we they fight Texa for a little bit. Who was the guy with the basket on his head? I honestly don't remember him at all. Uh. And there's like and, a lot of continuity stuff in this episode because of like, like again, the fact is that they're using a lot of Sentai footage from old fights. So like yes. they defeat Texa with the with the unupgraded version of their bazookas, which they've upgraded. Like I understand right. no like explanation or anything. Like yep, 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 yep. And so Mike C is in the cockpit uh, or the bridge, I guess, and he sees one of these uh, light balls. Uh, and he messages them to say, hey, something weird's happening. And they're like, okay, well, we got to f- kill this one first. And they use their, their quasar launchers. Um, uh, and then uh, they fight this other guy. Now, I will say um, uh, this dude is the – he. Ha- I don't remember what he's called, but he has like a black trench coat and like a bug head. Yeah. Um, and I will say I I honestly thought that some of this was American footage, but I you're I guess it's not. Uh, some of it is, like yeah, some of it is, half. but like a lot of it isn't. Like okay, like when they when yeah. they thought Texa, that was a lot of that. There was a lot of mix between Japanese and and American, um, but like still. A lot of the episode is just like yeah. yard taught stuff. Like we'll see later. Uh, like I was just good. One of the things that I have noticed in watching a lot of Sentai and now watching a lot of this is you can recognize the locations that they commonly shoot yeah. Sentai on. Yep. And so seeing them do those locations and then doing locations that I have not seen before, but I assume is somewhere in LA. Right. Is like I can see that you're doing something similar. But I know for a fact that I've seen that before in Sentai, and yeah. I have not seen that location before. They typically in LA. try to find somewhere that's close. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, um, they do as good as a job as they do in the they Sentai. They do reasonably where, well enough to like fool children. So <laughs> yeah, I mean so, it's it's the situation of you have a fight in the factory, and then you drag the person off to the edge of the screen, and then suddenly you're in like a warehouse. Right. It, it's um, the same thing that happens anywhere. So they they kill this guy now, third dude with the, the they use the trans daggers, um, and then we uh, Mike runs into Mike them. shows up. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is where Kai comes up with his plan to like follow them back to where it's happening. And you know, first um, Leo's a little bit like that seems really dangerous, but and then he sees like three new guys show up. He's like, but I guess we don't have any other choice. So yeah, there and, it's like, well, yeah, there's a lot of them, and we definitely can't do this forever. Which is yeah, 
One thing I like um, about the scene, though, is that after Kai leaves and the rest of them run away, Mike's like running with the group, but then veers off right at the end. <laughs> like, oh, wait, actually, I'm supposed to split up. He's like, oh, right, there's two. Okay, I'll go get this one. <laughs> As a sixth um, ranger, he's got other things to do. He yeah, has yeah. the power of five rangers, so he can fight separately. Yeah. Um. So the next guy is I really for, have trouble he's remembering. He's a samurai the, dude. Do we, do we need to list yeah, them all off? Like he's the red samurai guy. We who's from before. Uh, this is a pretty good fight. Like a lot, a lot of these are pretty fun. It's just you know, like like we said, it's it's pretty repetitive. Like um, a bad voice. There is a bad voice on that samurai dude. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but really they, don't even use, they don't even use a finishing move on this guy, which did, <laughs> yeah. d- did tickle me. He, they just stab him to death and he dies. They leveled up uh, since they fought him. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes, um, Mike fights a guy on his own. Uh, who's like a fish monster, uh, uh, and then we cut to Kai and his. Um, Man, what are they called? Jet jammers. Thank you. Uh, and and he's just like sees one zip by him, and then he sees Hexaba's graveyard. Uh, I genuinely think we're gonna have this entire discussion done in like twenty minutes. <laughs> for yeah. that episode. There's just no like. It's funny because we've had episodes that are heavily fights before, but like, at least they have like a like they don't even have a goal really because it's no. literally just like fight them until they stop coming. It's guy just... shows up, fight him. Guy shows yeah. up, they fight him. I like that Treacheron shows up specifically because he is a general. Yeah. That, yeah I that, feel like but, you but, could But do also Treacheron like showing up is like one of the continuity errors where he's like, he's like, oh, I'll get, I'll get my revenge for you, Ma- Magna Defender. And I'm like, what? wait, what? Because like, because like Leo beat you. Leo beat well, you in the, a fight, not them. I I know they had a history, but like, yeah, yeah, it's still like. But also, that's not the same Magna Defender either, right? Because because threw original Magna Defender into the into the the crevice, right? Yeah, that's, I, it, yeah. it just it yeah. just seems to me that he'd have more of a beef with Leo. Is more my point? Totally, because no, like, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> he got killed by Leo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you'll pay for what you did to me. Is like what. What I didn't do anything to you. You kicked, <laughs> you kicked the other guy's ass, and I look like yeah. him. But yeah, um, but yeah. So so um, Mike beats the the fish guy, and then Treacheron shows up and says, "You'll pay for what you did to me," which doesn't make a, make a ton of sense. Um, and Mike follows him. Um, then we get some uh, good Sentai fight here with the fighting this beetle thing. Yes. Uh, he well, I will also say I don't think we've seen Leo use this special move, which is one of the the Earth magic powers from. Uh, um, we've seen him use it like in the first couple episodes, but yeah. Uh, for, I'm sorry. What's the Sentai called again? Uh, Ginga Man. Ginga Man. Yeah. Ginga Man. Thank you. And um, but it cracks me up because what it is is he puts uh his hands together and does a flamethrower like move. But he s- calls it laser fire for it's some reason. Blaze of fire. Oh, <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> laser fire sounds cooler though. Yeah, laser honestly. fire is a cool name that doesn't make sense because laser is light and fire is not that. You can't do that. It doesn't make sense. Uh, but that's fine. 
Um, the uh, so yeah, they kill they kill this this guy. Decide to split up now. More show up. They're gonna split up. Yeah, it's just like it. It's really fast in terms of like these fights are like thirty. 40 seconds, but yeah. there's just a ton of them. Yeah, because then we cut um, to, to, to uh, Mike fighting Treacheron in Sentai footage, and then the Hexaba's graveyard with Kai. Like, Yep. So Kai sees Hexaba, uh, and she is casting a spell uh, to re- revive Earthshaker. Um, and what cracks me up is she does a rhyme that's different which means she had to come up with a special rhyme for each person that she that she brought back to life. And I imagine she just ran out or would have run out at some point if she didn't get interrupted. I kind of like that, that like the the specific words don't matter. It's just you need to do a rhyme. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's um there's like there's this magic character in a I don't want to say what it's from because it would be like a spoiler for the thing. But he, he he gets like a magic ability where like he can write poetry and then that poetry's effects will like come to life. But like, so it's, he's not writing specific spells. It's just like, he has to like do a good poem to like get the effect to happen. And that's, Oh, kind of that's fun. cool. Uh, so Kai fights Hexaba for a little bit. Um, and she makes him drop his trans dagger. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, uh-huh. And then she <laughs> kicks his ass into uh one of the, the tombstones. Um and then we cut to Mike. Is this and the one where like Kai tries to grab the ghost fleeing the tombstone, or is that a different time? I think that's the next I, one. Okay. okay. That part's kind of fun. Um I will say like one of the reasons I've said that I, I had the thought originally, like, oh, it's too bad that there's so much Sentai footage we don't get to see. Is because sometimes it's really cool. Like, for example, this fight with Mike uh, beating the shit out of these uh, Yartots slash uh, Swabbies is awesome. It's really cool. And I I want to put out he's using uh, one hand sword reverse grip. And there was recently a a poll on Twitter whether one hand sword reverse grip, uh, two handed sword, like two dual wielding or one sword with two like Darth Maul style. So... Good to know well, that. What, uh, what one hmm? do you know? Oh, dual wielding one. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I mean, and, I, but on, I'm but pretty sure only one here, of he these... loves his one handed sword reverse grip because that's what he's doing. Yes. one handed sword reverse grip is really cool though. Like one handed sword reverse grip is that's ninja coded to me. Of just well, see like... what I like is dual wielding, but they're both reverse grip. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> I. I I'm a fan of uh, dual wield, one hand reversed, one hand forward, and then the reversed is like your defense weapon, and the forward is like your stabbing sword. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you can combine them together to make a double bladed sword. So now you have all of the you get, you you accomplish all of the options. Look, I watched Ronin Warriors as a kid. I fucking love when you got two swords and then you put them together and then you shoot a bunch of fire at somebody. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I was going to say this definitively, but I don't know for sure. But I, I, I'm pretty sure reverse grip is, is, is a funny make up. I don't think that's ever, it looks cool. I don't think that's ever been a thing that 
actually has happened with swords, but I could be wrong. I feel like statistically it has to have happened, but yeah, I don't feel like... It just doesn't seem like it's good to do. Like, I can't think of any real reason. Well, I can think of a reason. Like, when when you swing with a haymaker... That's like you putting all your way into a punch. Now there's a blade on the end of your hand. But I I mean, I agree with Zach insofar as typically the reason that you use a blade, uh, a sword or something is it increases your like the range of your attack. Yeah, which is why you I do... kind of prefer it with like shorter blades than longer ones, because that makes more sense yeah. to me to do a shorter blade. But yeah, uh, but I I would bet the reverse has happened because one statistics, but two there is something that I have seen in Japanese media involving ninjas, but the like arm blade thing, and I feel like that has to that is pretty much the same as having a reversed sword is having a a blade like on the back of your arm. Yeah. So I feel like it probably has happened, but I don't think it. It looks cooler than it is effective. Um, I'm seeing some people talking about uh, that that they did do it with um, daggers, and it's because oh man, we got way too deep into the weeds. Basically, the muscles we've that got you nothing use, else to do. Uh, ba- well, yeah. So basically, the muscles that you use uh, when you're you're using something short. Uh, with a reverse grip are advantageous, but if okay. you use something w- with a very long, like fulcrum, with a reverse grip, it it does not help you. It, yeah, uh, which, that's what uh, I was saying. I was right. So, yeah. So so there you go. So you do. So like they a did reverse grip dagger, daggers. but yes, yeah, but less so with like a full size sword. Yeah, there you which go. Which is what he's doing here. But it fucking looks cool. This this is like the coolest part of his yeah. episode. Which is, is also. Just, it's just Mike walking forward and just owning every Swabia yeah. that shows up to him with his reverse blade sword. Which I, also, I, have, reverse I have to say, if you are in a situation where you are just being overrun with regular monsters, sending the Swabies feels like overkill. Yes, that's true. It looks um, cool as hell, but I'm like, save your save your Swabies. It looks really cool. I really they want like to this use this fight. footage. <laughs> I love yeah, I love them. Mike's I had forgotten Mike's jump in the air and shoot his shotgun machine gun laser yeah. sword thing, so which is sick. always awesome. So yeah. fucking sick. Um he there's a really funny bit where he I don't know if this is because it's uh cut together from um sentai and american footage or if it was always like this in the sentai but he sheathes his sword which yeah, i will that's remind a, you is when he his sheaves gun. it it's american and then when okay. he's shooting it's japanese he sheathes yeah. his sword and then jumps in the air and shoots him with his gun and i'm like but that is your gun that doesn't make sense what just <laughs> happened it's the same thing uh but yeah he he shoots treacheron to death uh and then um uh we cut back to the rest of the rangers. Uh I will say since Mike hasn't gotten that much to do recently, uh at least you're getting his numbers up with it with this yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, and then um, we get another Sentai fight with a monster with like this, this, this mystical engine Goemon guy. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Yeah. Uh the term oh, the battle rages c- continues to apply. 
yes, I forgot they stayed split up, but yeah, it's, it's it's two two groups of rangers fighting two. There's literally four fights happening at once. Yeah. There's Mike. There's there's two groups of two rangers, and then also Kai is fighting. Um, uh, um, yeah, Hexabot. Um, it's 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 Leo and Maya, and then uh, Damon and Crone. Yes. This is the part where she is summoning uh, a monster uh, and he tries to grab it from like while it's flying away. And he he puts his arms on it, his hands on it, and it stops moving. So it's a ghost, but it's tangible because then it attacks him also. Uh, the This is where Kai... Uh, stops a ghost monster by holding it for a little bit, but as it tries to fly away, yeah, but it gets uh, away anyways. And then it attacks. He also him gets also. his leg in a in the pot at one point, which is fun. Yes. Um. Uh. And then while he is uh like he he jumps up onto the pot, the side of the pot, or she does, and uses the ball to uh. To shoot him with, quote, electrical rope, which is like a lightning bolt that can hold him. Yeah, it's like wrapped uh, around him. Yes. Uh, but then he pulls out his uh, quasar saber and, like, hits the lightning that connects them, which pulls her away, it, which doesn't make a It's a physical electric sense. rope. Yeah, basically. But then then he does, like, a flat, like a, like a fucking... Um, uh, oh my god, a guile flash kick, but with his sword yeah, to, to on, blow on up the, the ball. Yeah. The, which <laughs> is pretty ball. cool. I like that part. That was sick. Uh, and then, and then she I does think, have the best line of, my ball! My ball! <laughs> and, and then uh, he knocks it in the soup. He knocks which, it in the soup, and her whole planet explodes. Her whole, like, yeah, house. Her, 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 cloud, her cloud sandwich house. Yeah. Cloud Sandwich House. Yeah. So she's <laughs> dead, right? No, like she comes back. Well, she, she comes back. Oh, that's right. Right. That's right. Fight her that. more. And... Yeah. But that does, I mean, as the battle rages, it does re- like raise the question for me of why does she show up after all this? Yeah, like, I don't she know. Could just, she could just be like, fuck it. I'm going home. Maybe this My is like her last up. chance to kill this, these people. So if he doesn't do it, then Captain Mutiny's going to kill her. Maybe, but that's never implied. Like, well, he kind of sh- says, "Like, you better do it this time, Hexaba." Yeah, or whatever. But she has literally failed once. Yeah, she should have just left. I think. Yeah, but I guess maybe she's just mad he blew up her house. Maybe that's it's maybe just hit, revenge. Hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. Yeah. Uh, so the Rangers uh fight this bee monster uh and. Uh, Kai shows up to get the finishing blow. He actually uses his like special uh, single character move, uh, which I don't think he's done that often at the, at the very no. least. Um, yeah. And then uh, they're they're kind of just like, okay, well, what happened? And, and he, this is where the the biggest wait what uh, continuity thing of the episode happens, yeah. which is. So He's, yeah, like he he explains about Hexaba and stuff, and and she's like fly, she starts flying through the sky, and he's like, oh no, it's Hexaba, and then Mike's like, Hexa Hexa what? And it's like Mike, you fought her last episode by yourself. 
But he it's, may not have gotten her name. Yeah, he may I not could, know who Hexaba is. But they always I, know what the monsters' names are. Like they, I don't yeah, know. That's like, true. <laughs> I couldn't remember just, if they said her name, but yeah. I'm just saying, if somebody is like, "Oh no, it's a Soltron," you're like, "Who the but, fuck's a but Soltron?" She's and you're on, like, but he's oh, looking a at her. I know them. But she's flying through the sky, and he's like, "Oh no, it's Hexaba." Yeah, and then that's Mike's a like, "Hexa, what?" Like she's right there. She's right yeah. there. In Part front of, of them. Mike's character <laughs> makes you think that he is a smart boy. <laughs> he's true. a he's a, he's a commander in the in the in the military thing that they have. I I still don't <laughs> think that implies anything about his his intelligence yeah, or his about, ability to connect details. I could tell you about some guys I know in the military. I mean, uh, yes, I know, oh, I understand. Same. This is but this is fictional. Like I know, I'm just you know. teasing. Uh, can we go back briefly to talk about how her flying through the air is the goofiest shit it's I've ever seen? Goofy. It's <laughs> so silly. She's like flapping her arms, but but real, but like only her wrists are moving basically, <laughs> and and also. She's just got like golden pixie dust on her, and, but and also uh, she's standing like rigid upright. Yeah, she's as like she she's flies like, forward. He's it's slightly really weird. on an angle, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it um, is the most budget. We have no idea how to do this scene, and we've got five dollars to like film this footage. It cracked me up. I loved it. Um, so they go chase her, uh, and she's like, "All right, Power Rangers." You destroyed something precious to me, and now I'll destroy you. I don't know if she means the ball or her house or both. Her house, probably. I'd be pissed if somebody blew up my fucking house. Yeah. So she says, uh, I, well, the thing is, I've still got all of their powers combined. And then she, like, uses a power-up ability that, that does, like, she gets, like, armor that is made of some of the monsters, but it's also made of some that they didn't use for this. Yeah, um, well, it's because they're all, like, hex... Like, they're they're all the monsters that she had in the Sentai under, working under her. Yeah. And there right. was ones in this episode that weren't working under her, so... Right. I do like that one of those things just kind of looks like Diva Talks. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's a cool idea, but, but then the thing is they, they immediately use uh their the lights of orion ability on her which doesn't kill her but that's okay because it's time for the red ranger to use his battleizer again that is really cool yay <laughs> come on kids it's really cool buy it please i mean again i do like it more than the horrific muscle one from the <laughs> oh last god the season. muscles were bad not yeah. saying much though uh but he blasts her, and then she's dead, and then she gets big, because that's how it goes. Uh, and she doesn't drink any liquor. She doesn't drink any liquor. Yeah. Um, does she and have the power-up bits when she's big? Or? Yeah, she still has the power-up okay. bits. Um, I gotta admit, though, I didn't watch any of this Zord fight. I, looked at my, I, I was looking hey, at my phone what? tweeting about the episode. You're I, fine. I, <laughs> I, was, I was reading the Scribble Hub story. I, I needed it, to know here's about the thing. my Scribble's Hub story. Uh, the thing is that, like, there is a brief moment where she blow she like uses an attack that makes both of the the Megazords, the the uh, Mike's Tarazord and uh, the regular Megazord, go down. And like, I I briefly was like, oh, there are seasons where like, uh, you know. 
there's a monster that kills the 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 Megazord, and that's why they justify a new one. But it's too yeah. late in the season, and also they already have extra ones, and and so yeah, they just summon the Stratoforce and the Centaurus and the Zenith one, and then uh, they kill her. She dies. It's boring. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's just like, no, some you're of right. the footage in this, this is sucks. good. It's just <laughs> even, here's the thing. I think even if this fight was good. We wouldn't care by this. It's too much fights in this, in the episode. We would be like bored and and burnt out, even if it was like a great Zord fight. Um, so it's, uh, you know, they kill her. Um, and then like, uh, so question, if you didn't see this, did you assume that this fight was in any way, was somehow like connected to the last thing that happens? Because it should be probably, but it isn't. No, it isn't. And it's funny because this, this scene was also part of the preview of like, yeah. this episode, even though it has nothing to do with the plot of the episode. <laughs> yeah. My so- question is, who is, who is this woman? Oh, she's we like have one seen of the. Her before she, she, I can't remember her name, but she's she part of the is... council of of people in charge. <laughs> okay, yes. so, okay, because I was like, suddenly Commander Stanton has a boss who's like, our ship's fucked. Her, you know, she she's been was, around for a while. Damon rescued her at one point from. But this is before okay. Morgan was like appearing on the show, so like, yeah, really. Uh, her name is. R- uh, High Counselor Rainier. Um, sure. And yeah, there's there's kind of a little like council. I she's the only one that appears in this episode. But, seems like the, um, she seems like the number one of that council. If you know, because she's she shows up the most, and like the most the council does is there's one other guy who will like poo poo something Mike wants to do, but then Renee will be like, no, he's got guts, do it. You know, like that kind of thing. Like yeah, yeah. So Commander Stanton is like, well, bad news. Uh, we're out of fuel. Or no, our fuel supplies have tainted. been tainted. Which, like, so I also kind of scrubbed through the, the the Zord fight and and indeed assumed that it had happened during that fight. But yeah. no, it didn't. Which means, did... Like, did Captain Mutiny do that? Or did someone, like, take a shit in the wrong tube? <laughs> like, what happened? Like, I... Yeah. Like, don't take I a don't, shit in this tube. It will kill us all. God yeah, damn it, we'll, Jerry. <laughs> don't flush that stuff down there. Damn it. It's <laughs> how you get those signs on the wall that are like, do not shit into this tube. And yeah, you're like, why is there time, a sign here? Yeah, because one time... <laughs> I that is my favorite thing in the world when you buy something and like you know there's the standard instructions and then it's like don't tie this with rope and then hang it high and you're like what well I guess somebody did that once and then they had to put you know like whatever weird thing um but yeah so uh, he basically he says our our fuel's been tainted, and so we have basically a day, and then we'll lose engine power, and then our uh life support will go out, and then we'll all freeze to death. He actually she's, calls she's them like, environmental controls. She, she but, says, yeah. "How long do we have?" He goes, "One, maybe two days." I'm like. If it's yeah, like, is this going to end at one? Was it just yeah. going to end yeah. at one? 
there, yeah, there's a weird break. Um, but he says then the systems will shut down one inch by one until <laughs> Someone do an edit of this left. scene where he says one and then they all die like instantly. There's, so and like, then there's just a big explosion. It's just yeah. one second. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, one, one second. Yeah. I um, feel like you should also have more fuel than, like, a lot of fuel needs to be tainted to go from nothing's wrong to, oh, my God, we have one day of fuel left. Well, I mean, that is... I said a shit, be, take a shit, because it it reminds me of, like, uh, if you have a local pool, if somebody takes a dump in there, it doesn't matter how big the pool is. You have to, you have to, you have to drain the entire thing and then redo it. And I guess maybe it was tainted by something uh, that was so bad that it's just like, okay, well, all our fuel is now ruined Guess we should have kept it in multiple tanks instead of that one big one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it is. I. I don't know. I am. I am seriously sitting here being like, "You have the worst planning that somehow everything got tainted and nobody knew about it." Yep. Yep. Until yep, it was yep. too late. But here yeah, we I, are. And again, it's it's I know it's Power Rangers and the writing is bad and that's part of it, but it's wild that they just say this and they don't tell you how it happened at all. That's Maybe they won't so next crazy. Episode? I don't know. I we doubt might it. next episode. Yeah, but we'll they see. They might explain it. They might also just be like, okay, we've they might not even talk about it. That's the thing that I'm curious about. <laughs> yeah. Is will it come up? Because the yeah. preview for next episode is like, oh shit, Titanix is here. Well, it also shows the engines fucking up. Yeah. Okay, okay, you're so right. So we'll see. Right. I'm very curious. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's the episode. Um, the good news is we have some questions. Oh shit. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about those a little bit. So first, uh, from from Mira, uh, what school a of wife? sorcery would you most most wife like of to the use? Show. Wife of the show. That's how that works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now I don't know specifically which she was talking about, but I'm just gonna go with the D and D ones because I know them. Uh, so if you don't, there's uh. Abjuration, which is basically like defensive, so like wards and stuff like that. There's divination, which is see the future. There's enchantment. There's evocation, which that's the one that's like fireball and and stuff like that. So like uh, or like cone of cold. Uh, necromancy, conjuration, which is like summoning things. Illusion but, and transmutation, which is turn one thing into a different thing. Uh, what do y'all think? Well, I would, I would, if I, I'd probably take transmutation because, like, you can change stuff, and that does seem useful in everyday life in a way. Yeah, a like lot, you, you even are asking to trans people if they would take anything over transmutation. I'm just, <laughs> listen, I'm just asking everybody the question. But I mean, like, e- even like ignoring. The obvious gender stuff and but like like transmutation like spells in D are like fly like long strider 
Like, yeah. Really? You know, shit like that where like that's you more can, useful like, than I thought. Yeah, it's like it's one of the better schools in in D anD D because of how much like utility it has. It's also got. Um, yeah. I, th- I th- believe that uh, like animate objects, so like you can turn oh, all your furniture into uh, Beauty and the Beast furniture if yeah, you want totally. to. Yeah, like there's a lot of shaking you with transmutation, and it's I funny because you, you I mentioned want the judgmentalness of my couch talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you mentioned, like evocations, like fire and ice and stuff. But there is like some overlap where like. The spell Ice Knife, where you make an ice knife and you throw it at a guy and it explodes in the ice, is not evocation. It's conjuration because you're something. Yeah, you know, Hmm. a lot of there's always some (laughs) weird stuff like that. I think. So, yeah, I I would go with transmutation for like the trans reasons and also just because you can fly and shit. That's cool. I want to cast haste on myself. I want to get to to work faster. (laughs) It does seem like there's a lot more practical things of like you can turn a thing into another thing (laughs) and. There is the, like, I can turn shit into gold, or, you know, there's just a lot of, there are things that I want, and it would be, I like the idea of conservation of mass, I can turn a thing into a thing, rather than, I shoot fire at my enemies. Sometimes I don't have enemies. Right. Sometimes I don't need fire. Similar to the which superpower would you want, and everybody is very quickly like, well, super strength does not apply to my most, like, everyday life. I think, uh, whereas in D&D, being able to shoot a fireball is very good, being able to shoot a fireball would not assist me that much. Well, I was saying, being able to shoot a fireball if you're an adventurer who's in fights, yes. Right, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Being Um, able to shoot a fireball will not help me when I am trying to talk to a scientist about how they are not spending their funding correctly. I think, um, for me, uh, I actually think I might do divination because divination is also like scrying so like the ability to see on things that are happening like far away or i don't want to be able to see far in the future Uh, that's a curse i don't want that but like um if you're a divination wizard one of the things you get in D &D is uh this thing called uh portent where basically like you roll 2d20s and during the day you can replace any role yours or someone else's with that. So basically you can see how something is going to turn out and like change it like twice a day, which I think is something that I would love to be able to do. It's like, Oh no, you didn't say that stupid thing that you would have been about to say otherwise. That, That does sound good, but I know for a fact that I am not the kind of person that would work well with like, I have foreknowledge of things and I can do something about it. I'm much more the, there is a situation I would like to change it. Yeah, that's fair. I I am not a three moves ahead person. I could not use this information correctly. The other good one is that I would, is maybe, I think transmutation is a a great choice. I also think maybe conjuration. You mentioned necromancy? Necromancy Necromancy's in there. Yeah. (laughs) Necromancy. I don't like viscera. Necromancy feels too much viscera. Yeah, well, I, I, I will say, resur- like res- resurrect is a necromancy spell. Yeah, that's true. So it's a, yeah, um, <laughs> some necromancy yeah. spells are healing. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. But I would maybe do conjuration because then I can summon a like a freaky little goblin to do stuff for that's me, and that's cool. and that's fun. I like that. 
I would say uh, more animal friends, but more yeah. animal friends. Yeah, animal friends seem cool. Cool. All right. Um, Speak of animals: a transmutation or a divination? I don't know. I, need to look I, it up I now. really, I struggle with the specifics of which spell is which. I know their major idea, but um, Mike asks. What's your favorite haunted house? Uh, and I think there's two two does, ways to answer this. Does Castlevania count? Sure, Dracula's so. house. A Dra- house. Well, I guess it's not a house. Dracula's castle. Dracula <laughs> lives there. That's it's a ha- it is both a house and a castle. It's a home and a castle. I, yeah, I I think it's valid. There you go. Um. I I have a couple ways to answer this. I like, um, I mean, I like the haunted mansion at Disney. Speak from of animals like a fun... is divination. Sorry, I just want to say that. That's okay. weird, but okay. It makes sense to me because you're I... like you're divining what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like uh, uh, I like the haunted mansion. It's fun at Disney. That's a, a cute little little like goofy haunted house. Um, if you want to talk about like houses that are like real houses that are said to be haunted, um, uh, the, the Winchester mansion, I think is really neat. Oh damn. You took mine. Okay. Oh, is that yours? I mean, it's a good answer. I think it, it's out near where I live and I just think it's real. Oh, I've cool. never gotten the to go I- there. I, I like the idea that some lady is like, I've got a bunch of money, and I got that money because my husband made a bunch of guns, uh-huh. and so I think the ghosts are after me, so make me a house that'll trick the ghosts. Yes. And she made a house to trick ghosts. Yeah, or at it, least that's, a- that is one of the, the explanations, because if you don't know about it, it's it's a giant house that has a bunch of rooms that don't go any and like stairways that don't go anywhere and it's kind of a labyrinth and so that's and and she is the wife of the guy who made the winchester rifle so that's the the kind of rumor or belief was that she thought she was being haunted by the ghosts of people that her husband's guns killed so she made a crazy house to trap people uh to trap ghosts rather which is uh, yeah, it, wh- whether that's true or not, uh, I think it's a, it's definitely a cool idea for like a fictional thing. Yeah. Um, so that's a good one. Do you have any houses, ma- uh, haunted houses that you like, Emily? Castlevania. Oh, right. Sorry. Yes. Dragon Castlevania. I, d- I also like Castlevania and I love that when the house gets upside down and you have to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, um. Uh, I, I yeah, because I can't really think of any other like because I don't I'm not a really big horror person, so I was thinking like of different like and I like maybe I could say like um the the mansion in Resident Evil, but that's not haunted. That's all that's all science stuff. So like I yeah, thought like, I could say that's still haunted though. It is it is haunted by bio monsters. The hotel in uh in um uh The Shining is pretty cool. Oh, I wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> like at all, but I'd like but, to yeah. be there in the summer I when it's nice and like the view either. is cool. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, that's I, a good point. It's just it's cool and the abstract, but you don't want to actually go there. If I had to go to one or the other, I would definitely go to the Shining House in the summer rather than the Castlevania Castle at any point in the year. In the year. Because the Castlevania Castle is always going to be bad. It's always bad, yeah. That's but the true. Shining Hotel is perfectly fine if you go there in the summer. It just sucks if you're yeah, there in the winter. Just, yeah, don't get trapped there in the winter. Um, well, speaking of hauntings, M. Healy asks, and I just really love the phrasing on this, what is the maximum number of non-violent, distinct individual ghosts that you would be okay with haunting your house? I love this phrasing so much. It gives me so much information. So, okay, they're non-violent, number one, important. Good to know, because so if it's violent, like, the answer like is zero. I don't want any of those. Like, like Casper? No, no. <laughs> well... I mean, I, in this in this scenario, they would be real, but the the so how many they, they say distinct no, I know, individuals? I'm, I'm, yeah, so. that's what I'm kind of saying though. Is like, are we talking mm. about like real people who once lived who might like be ghosts or like ghost characters in fiction living? Because like, like like I think like what ghost would you like? I, I, like who am I picking from? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I think you can have either. You can have like random people who lived in the area, or you can have specific figures. I'd say like maybe up to four, but that's more of a like that's the maximum number of people that I would want to hang out with at any given time because I yeah. just don't do great with big groups. My qu- question, and I know that they can't answer, but that that I would want to know is are can I, I see them all the time or do they like just only come out sometimes? Because if hmm. they're if they're out all the, all the time, then really like one. But that's only because my house is one floor and it's only a couple rooms. So if you get like three or four ghosts in there that I can see all the time, now I just have uh, like a bunch of roommates all of a sudden. And that's not, uh, okay, not great. yeah. If if that's the level, then I'm gonna say zero because <laughs> I could not deal with. I live in a one bedroom. I could not deal with somebody else in here all the time who's just like, oh yeah, I'm like watching TV and stuff, and I'm like, I'm trying to do work. Please, right? But assuming, please keep are- it down. A ghost that that operates by like kind of common ghost rules of like every midnight, you know, they reenact the thing that happened to them, which is spooky but not violent, obviously. Um, I think four or five would I could deal with. Yeah, if they show up every once in a while and we like hang out and play board games or something, four or <laughs> yeah, five. That, that's the that number that I nice. like. If this is yeah, if it's if it's all the time. Then, then no ghosts. No ghosts belong in my apartment. Like, I need my space. I also think even if they were spooky, but they were on a pretty strict schedule, then I could just, I could deal with that also, as long as yeah. they're not going to attack me. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm in the office these days. You can have the apartment these days. It all works <laughs> you out. You put up like a chore wheel or a yeah. schedule with, that you share with the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if the, also if the ghosts are like, you know, helpful, then then that changes the number also. Oh shit, if the ghosts emptied the dishwasher, that'd be great. Oh my god, please give me a dishwasher ghost. Thank you. Uh, Clean my, like, if, if they're doing chores around the house, then that's amazing. Like, 
I am I too lazy to to mop my own floor. If I can get the ghost to do that, then I'll, yeah, like I'll, I'll build that chore wheel. I'll do like a. I know some cultures will like leave out meals for for spirits, and and I probably wouldn't do that normally. But if you do me dish, if you do me dishes, then I'll make you an extra. Yeah, do me dishes. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Emily, how many ghosts? Uh. In my current living situation, zero, please. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, if I lived I, in my I, own I, place, like one or two. I four sounds like way too much. Like, I, I definitely think that. I, as I was thinking about that, I was like, you know, ghosts really in in movies and TV, ghosts really only ha- haunt big ass houses, and I can way more easily deal with a bunch of ghosts in a huge house, and yeah. and as opposed to like. When I can just see them down the hallway all the time, <laughs> that would that I think I would not like. <laughs> um, great, I, I, but yeah, I I appreciated the the specificity of the question. Um, nobody asks if your long lost great great granduncle passed away and you could only inherit his riches by spending one night in a haunted house. Do you think you could get the money? Would you be willing to live in a famously haunted house like the Amityville one if you could get it cheap? Um, so it's two really different f- questions, it looks like. It is two different questions. So the first one, yeah, is is would you spend the night in a haunted house uh, for for inheritance money? Yes, yes I, I would. For sure ghosts aren't real. For that yeah. Amityville house, uh, the, the picture that I am seeing Googling Amityville house... Yeah, I would spend a night in a haunted house for, like, a two-story gigantic house. Like, I live in... I live in California. Housing prices are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I I I would hang out with ghosts if it meant that I could have a house that looked like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't believe in ghosts, and maybe what happens is I go there and I'm like, all right, easy money, and then I get murdered, but I don't know that beforehand. Yeah, With I the mean, knowledge like, I have, if, if I would are, do it, yes. Like, if I'm on a world where ghosts are real, I guess, like, maybe I couldn't do it, but, like, it, in this world, yeah. Yeah, I could I could spend a night I, in, in a house. Like, would I want I'd to be, get the comedy? Like, in the other question, would you be willing to live in a famously haunted house if you get it cheap? Like, like... Thinking about the Omniville one, didn't like a horrible murder happen there? I don't think I could do that. So, it depends on so, like what the history of the house is for me. So yeah, this yeah. is actually something I've talked about with my wife before, which is, and it is kind of two questions. The first is, would you live in a house that everybody thought was haunted? If totally, if if you could get it cheap, and yeah, a hundred percent, like no problems with that. Because again, I don't believe in ghosts, so if I can get a big house for like half off, because nobody else wants it, then I'm a hundred percent down. I would the- also lean into it, and I my. Actual literal dream is having a house that's got spooky vibes and to just be that person in the neighborhood who's got spooky vibes. Yeah. But like you yeah. find out is actually the the, per, the place to go on Halloween for the best candy. That <laughs> is a life goal for me. And so I would totally live in the spooky house. 
Uh, yeah, I, I I would too. the 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 secondary question to to your point, Emily, is a lot of those houses people think that because a horrible murder happened there, and it, this I've also talked about with Adrian, and we both basically admitted, like, yeah, as long as like the person who did it is no longer around, uh, I don't. I think I'd be okay with it. Maybe that makes me bad, but I don't really think I'd care. I don't think that makes you. I don't think that makes you bad. I, I, I just think like like me, it would just feel weird depending on the history of the house. Like, and also how long ago did it happen? That's also a thing. Like, yeah, if they just oh, finished nineteen hundreds, yeah. like fucking yeah. some lady got murdered here. That sucks. But like, but like the Amityville wasn't that like in the nineties or eighties or something. Like it wasn't uh, that this, long ago. I believe the seventies. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, like it wasn't that yeah. long ago. I also uh, like the platonic idea of just like you can help the ghosts with their problems and then maybe they're in a better place. Like I like yeah, the idea true. of, yeah, there are ghosts here, but like we'll work through it. We'll help you out. Like maybe maybe you'll be better after all this. And then I've got a nice house. Exactly. But yeah, I, I because I am like I've I live in a in a place that's supposed to be pretty haunted and I've gone on ghost tours because they're fun but like I genuinely have never been in a place where somebody's like this place is so haunted and I was like oh I got like I've never gotten bad vibes that's just not a thing I've experienced if you have that's cool but that answers that helps me answer that question, which is basically just like, no, nah, I don't think I would care. I think I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Comics Cowboy asks, you hire a necromancer but can only afford one spell. Do you bring back your favorite relative or favorite pet? So I'm not sure if they're asking what. Do you do you do one of these or which of these two things do you do or would you bring back somebody basically? I think it's sure. I think it's um of these two is how I read it. Yeah, and, that and for, that sounds like a uh would you bring back a pet or a relative? I think I would bring back a pet and that's and that's because like I haven't had a lot of like tragic relative. Okay, wait, no, I would bring back a relative. I forgot that I actually yeah, I have a 19-year-old cousin who died. So I'd rather oh, I'd yeah, like her see, to come back to life. That's but like my actually, other relatives are like are like elderly who like let they lived yes. a good life. You know they died. That's cool. But yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I'd bring my cousin back. That that's a good answer because because going back to kind of we since we talked about res or D and D necromancy, like true resurrection. If you bring back somebody who died of old age, don't do that. That's a bad idea. Yeah. I want to think too, this, this it's it's a fun question and like I'm not but this this is a very potentially sad times question to ask. Yeah. You know? yes. like, this, yeah. like I, said, I just said like my if my nineteen year old cousin tragically died. Yeah. Like I don't yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I, I I don't think they meant anything. I know. It, I'm just yeah, saying I, like I yeah. it's kind of a hard question to answer. Yeah. I, I I definitely don't have a family member who had a truly tragic past, but my my uncle who died of lung cancer, I'd be like, yeah, if you could come back and have a better time of it, that would be, yeah. I'd do yeah. that. I also have had like, my pet history is one dog, one guinea pig, and a bunch of fish. <laughs> and so it's like, well, comparatively, yeah, that, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah, so like the reason I was gonna say dog originally, like my pet originally, was because I had a tragic pet 
like loss where like I I don't really want to get into it, but it was like I didn't yeah. really get to like be there. Yeah, yeah. I, really get to, I didn't really get to know what happened to, to my dog, right? So like yeah. if I could bring him back and let him like live a bit better of a life, then great. But but then when I think about again another, another tragic death that happened in my no, family, I'll, I'll go for the cool. person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I mean in general, I think if if you lost a person, that's probably the correct choice. Obviously, I it's very sad when pets uh, go, but the, my honestly, the reason I thought it was. I thought it was just like, would you do this? Is because my answer is honestly no. Like, if, yeah. if, unless there's, there are obviously circumstances where, yes, you would because it, it was like really, you know, sudden or, or whatever. But like, in general, I, I'm not a super superstitious or religious person, but like, sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that that's a good idea. Like if I could turn back time to where it didn't happen. Yes. If I had, if the person was gone and then I did a thing and now they're back that, I don't know. That gives me weird vibes. Like, yeah, I can uh, see that. That is another thing of, well, also like, is this a pet cemetery situation where it's going to be really bad? Right. That's the thing. I'm also scared that, that it's going to go wrong. So if if somebody approached me with a pet cemetery situation, it's like, okay, fine. I'll just leave everything as is. It's, it's also an issue of, I don't know, the uncle in question for me, he's been dead for at least like 10, 15 years. Yeah. Then you got to deal with like, Oh, let me fill you in. I will also kind of shift this to a funnier tone. Uh, he does say you hire a necromancer. If a guy shows up and he looks like a necromancer from D and D or a video game, I'm not paying that guy to do anything. Absolutely yeah. not. Like, hey, guy with the skull helmet, like, get out of my house, go away. If I was to pay for anything, it is I would pay him to go away and just be like, I hope you have a wonderful day. Please peddle your wares somewhere else. This is not something I need. Yeah, and I just that that I didn't really think about that aspect of it. If somebody's like, "Hello, I am a real ass necromancer. Would you like to buy a spell?" I would be like, "I don't know about that." <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. And then the last thing, uh, Mike also sent this. It's not really a question, but I think they just wanted to show us, uh. Basically, the writers of the Madam Web movie, uh, which if you have not been following the weird Sony, all the side characters of oh yeah Spider Man, where they're trying yeah. to turn them into movies. Um, uh, apparently, the writers of the Ma- Madam Web movie before that they wrote the Morbius movie, and before oh, no. that they wrote. Does anybody know? That's right. It's the 2017 Power Rangers movie. That's the thing they wrote before that. So um, that's pretty funny. I did not know that. I wasn't aware that the more. That's not a good pedigree, though. Is that why people did? did, It's that it's Morbin Time meme or no? That's I mean, the Morbius movie is where the Morbin Time meme came from i don't think it has anything to do with the writer writing i don't think anyone checked yeah. who wrote morbius like <laughs> that's a, that, honestly it's funnier that that's not why people did it no it's, it's like it that's a weird like coincidence morbid. like it sounds right, yeah. but that's yeah. a crazy coincidence then that that they wrote both he also wrote things. dracula untold which is his first one which i think was supposed to be like a pretty bad movie too wasn't it wasn't that like the kind of like 
Dracula Untold is a bad movie, but he does summon a bunch of bats and then they turn into a fist and the bat fist punches somebody. So that part's pretty good. Morbius also does that. Does he really? Yeah, he does. He was a bat Kamehameha at the end of the movie. Because he gets like two times. (laughs) So funny. I mean, it's not like a literal fist, but he like he like can control bats. He sends like he like even makes like if I remember, I could be misremembering. I don't care. It's Morbius. He does like a like forces his hands forward like he's doing a blast and bats just run into the bad guy. (laughs) I really hope in uh, Madam Web she makes a bunch of spiders turn into a fist and punch somebody. (laughs) Spiders man. Spiders man. He is a man made of spiders. It's just their thing. They just love it. Oh, that cracks me up. That that makes me scared to see that movie now that the pedigree is Dracula Untold Power Rangers movie well, Morbin Time. Were you really excited was, to see it before this? <laughs> no, I had heard it existed and that was about the extent of it. Now I'm I'm uh, even less likely to see this movie now because that just sounds terrible. Yeah. I don't think it was it ever looked pretty it's just such a bad idea. Like I, I like Adam the Venom Webb movies are like kind a, of fun, but Venom movies were great, but it was because there was a weird dude who did weird things. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, and, it's and like yeah. for characters to adapt, like Madame Webb is like maybe I'm I'm like, you know, because I watched the nineties animated show, she's like a, a old lady who sits in a chair and sends other people out on missions. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's not like she, she's not I don't know how she's gonna have a solo movie I'm very hmm. I, yeah it's, I actually assumed this was gonna be a Marvel movie when I heard about it because I'm like oh yeah they're probably gonna try to do some Spider-Verse shit and that makes sense that involve Madame Web in that but it's a Sony movie that's even stupider um, I mean they they've been trying to make a Spider-Man cinematic universe for a long yep. time but it's been a bad idea the whole time um, I'm not at all saying that uh, Rotten Tomatoes is some kind of end-all, be-all uh, like way to check if movies are good, but it does have a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not That's good. That's Madam Web, or yes, Madam Web. Yeah. Wait, has that great. movie actually come out? Um, let's see. Uh, um, I can't. I don't know. It's not showing me. Oh my the god! Release suspense date. thriller. Yes, February. Well, it comes out tomorrow as of us recording this. So there you go. Tell us, write in if you go see Madam Web. Tell me if it's any good. Uh, oh, this looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's yeah, our last. Please write in and tell us if it's good. I. Hey, maybe it could be. Know. It could be fun. Um, but yeah, write in and let us know if you go see uh, if you go see Madam Web. Um, but that's going to do it for us. That's our last question. Uh, and thanks everybody for the questions. It helped us actually make an episode. We got to talk about ghosts, which I like doing, even though I don't think they're real. They're, it's a fun topic. We made a two hour episode out of this somehow. My feeling on ghosts is that I, I don't, I don't, probably not real, but I think it'd be cool if they were. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's so like my, I, I whenever I have someone tell me a ghost story or whatever that they say is like a true thing, I, I just I kind of like I'm like, yeah, like that's really cool. I hope that's real. But like, I'm yeah. not like one of those people who are like, they're they're not real. And you're stupid for talking about them like some people are right. Like, no, I yeah, 
I'm not going to tell somebody they're an idiot. I'm just going to say, like, that's your experience. If I experienced that, I would believe that, too. But I need proof. My my attitude towards aliens and ghosts is basically the same, which is like, well, I actually do think aliens are real just because of odds of the infiniteness of the universe. But but in in either case, when people say like are I feel like when people say, do you believe in aliens? They're not saying, do you believe that aliens could exist? They're saying, do you believe aliens have visited Earth before? Right. Kind of thing, that, right? That's, like, and <laughs> yes. And that question and the ghost question, both my answer is like, probably not. And if if they have, then they clearly aren't really affecting my day-to-day experience. Yeah. So like, if, if I found out that they were cool or were around, I'd be like, neat. But I don't <laughs> yeah. think so. That's basically my where I'm at with both. Aliens, if so. you're listening, please send in an email. Tell us that you exist. Uh, we would yeah. love to hear from you. Yeah. For sure. Ghosts, hate too. Us. If, if you're you, a watch, ghost, you watch a show every week about people killing aliens, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I, mm, I guess you're right. They are killing aliens. <laughs> I always forget that they're aliens. Because they don't they're not always they, aliens, yeah. but they're often but, aliens. But a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. But none of them um, are from Earth, so I guess you're right. They are all aliens. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we are coming up on the end of this season and uh you know i'm excited to move on to another season uh but for the t- for the teenagers with attitude i've been now. zach Fuck, dude i've been emily and i've been the morgan <laughs> may the power protect you always yay So here's my question. Does that make Mike the boyfriend of the show? Yes. Okay. I, I want to keep... Wait, Adri- Adrian can also be a wife of the show? I yeah, just... of course. I, I, I don't know. After the first mention of Mira's wife of the show, I feel like Adrian is also wife of the show. Mike is boyfriend of the show. I just, I just didn't have a good time to bring that up. And I want to acknowledge that we respect Mike 